Welcome to From Chaos to Peace with Connie. My name is Connie Graf and I am your host. I'm here to explore with you, often solo and sometimes with a guest, how a few minutes a day can keep the chaos away. And with chaos, I'm talking about the physical, digital, social, financial, mental, emotional and spiritual clutter that can accumulate in our life and business. In every episode, I want to make you aware how clutter is so much more than you think and why I say that clearing your clutter is self-love. Well, hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 183. Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. And please subscribe and follow my podcast if you haven't done so yet. This way you never miss an episode and please share it with your family and friends and business besties. Because if you find value in what I'm talking about on this podcast, they will too. Today, I'm very excited to welcome Jeanette Stein to the podcast. She is the first of two guests that will talk about AI, artificial intelligence on my podcast. At least (laughs) the two I know of so far. And, you know, I know I say every time that I'm very excited to introduce a guest to you, but I truly am. I wouldn't meet all these amazing people if I didn't have a podcast. And so back to Jeanette. Jeanette is a seasoned business coach specializing in harnessing the power of AI, artificial intelligence and automation to accelerate business growth. But what I also love about her is that, just like me, even though we are fascinated by and love computers and technology and artificial intelligence, we both also love nature, to go out into nature. Jeanette says she loves camping and being on the lake. And I love living on acreage with my horses, ducks, chickens, dogs and cats. Just this morning, I was finally able to at least go on a partial walk along the fence line since my accident in May. I missed that so much. My daily walks in my woods with my little dog, Marty, and my livestock dog and guard dog, Bianca. But anyways, this episode is not about nature, but it's about AI, artificial intelligence, (laughs) and ChatGTP in particular. We stand at the forefront of an AI revolution, and my guest Jeanette has a unique approach on how to use ChatGTP so that it helps us reduce procrastination and it helps us to declutter our inbox. And I'm pretty sure you will be surprised how she suggests we do that, because I sure was. It's surprising and so practical and ingenious. (laughs) Let me say it that way. So we do talk about the AI revolution and the opportunities for us business owners in general around artificial intelligence. Less than five minutes in, you will already get specific tips on how to harness ChatGPT. So you better have a pen and paper ready. (laughs) Then Janet gives some tips for moms and how Moms can also use ChatGTP in in their daily life to help them. With that, she points out that it doesn't always have to be only for business. We can use it for our private life too. Kind of like when you wrote in to Dear Abby in the old days. (laughs) 
and got some life advice back. But also later in the conversation, she shares some fun stuff that she had asked ChatGTP to do for her and her children. So make sure you don't miss that part and listen all the way to the end. She also talks about why it's important for parents to check out ChatGPT now for the well-being of their children, how AI helps her to become a better writer, how AI helps her in her leadership role and makes sure you listen to later when she takes us step by step through her process on how she does that. So, so good. How AI helps her to be more creative and authentic, how AI helps her to be more consistent, and how she knows when to turn to ChatGPT during her workday. And she shares how to write good prompts so we get helpful information out of ChatGPT and not just some generic blah blah. Okay, I mean, it was a lot in a short period of time. So much great helpful and practical tips from Jeanette. And she even put together a workbook for us that we can download. I downloaded mine already and I really encourage you to download yours to get you started on your very own ChatGPT adventure. So go to the show notes and find the link there to download your gift from Jeanette. Okay, now I babbled enough. Without further ado, let's jump into this awesome and practical conversation with Jeanette Stein around how to use ChatGPT to reduce clutter in your inbox. Welcome, Jeanette. I'm so excited to have you as a guest on my podcast. How are you today? I am great. Thank you so much for having me, Connie. Yeah, I was looking forward to our conversation. So tell my audience, where in the world are you located? And one thing about you that has nothing to do with the topic we're talking about afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. So I am in the USA in Michigan. So some people call it the mitten state because we're surrounded by the Great Lakes. um, And it looks somewhat like a mitten. Um, everybody from Michigan identifies where they live like this. So oh, it's kind of fun. Okay. That's funny. It's awful. It's like such a telltale, you know, Michigan people, because they're always like, where do you live? Uh, <laughs> I, I never heard of that. That's funny. Thanks yeah, for sharing it's a lot that. of fun. And, and something you might not expect about me is, is I love to be outside. I, I love hiking and camping as much as I'm on the computer and I love my technology. I also love that balance of getting away from it and just camping and I do live by the Great Lakes. And so it's so fun to just be Mm. on the water and be able to camp and get out um, and see the beautiful world around us. Yeah, we have that in common a bit. So me for maybe not so much camping, although I like camping, but I live on acreage with horses. So yeah, I'm a completely computer geek, but then (laughs) I need to go outside. Yeah, that balance is so important. Yeah, yeah. So Let's see, how do we start this? (laughs) It's such a broad topic, right? I'm I'm really excited to talk with you about decluttering our inbox with ChatGDP, but let's first talk a bit about AI in general, because, um, yeah, so we're standing on the forefront of an AI revolution, like you say on your website, I think I read that, and, and, you know, all the so-called gurus and experts talk about this too, but um, mm-hmm. it can be a little bit overwhelming. And and I, I feel like even I myself, as much as I'm excited about all the possibilities and opportunities, 
sometimes feel a bit overwhelmed and kind of like, oh, one more thing on the to-do list, right? So let's mm -hmm. just first put out of the way how, what are the opportunities that we can dive into before we go like a little bit deeper, just in general, what are the opportunities, especially for us uh, business owners? Yeah, such a great question. I love it. Um, I was saying we we're just going to stick with email, but we get to talk about all the things. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Let's... Um, you know, I think the opportunities, um, especially for business owners, but even just in life for to get a customized menu plan, to get a customized social media menu, to mm. to be able to put a blog post that you've written or maybe you've had AI, right? But yeah. be able to put that in and go, okay, based on this, can you write 10 curiosity type social media posts to get people to click back through? Or yeah. for you, Connie, you could put in the podcast transcript, right? And go, okay, how do I get more traffic and get more yeah. new listeners to yeah. the podcast? Um, I love getting feedback. That's another place like Ooh, I've got to sign this contract. What should I look out for in this contract? Mm -hmm. Or, um, hey, I'm sending cold emails or I'm asking for favors. How should I word that email? Like, what mm -hmm. could I do better? And I mm -hmm. send in my rough, you know, put in my rough draft copy and paste it in and go, how can I make it even more effective with this goal? Yeah, um, it's so almost like you have somebody to bounce your questions or your topics off, right? So yeah. uh, that was surprising for me too. It's like when I first tried out ChatGTP, that they actually, it's almost like a conversation. It's not like Google where they just throw something at you, which is sometimes good. Sometimes we just need that, mm -hmm. but you actually can have a really conversation. And I remember I was even, uh, I was at a, um, uh, an online conference and we got some prompts that we could put in and they, they were just saying, yeah, play with these prompts a little bit. And I remember I was almost fighting with, <laughs> not fighting, but arguing a little bit with ChatGTP because then they gave me something and I'm like, yeah, but that's a little bland. <laughs> can you not come up with something fancier? So yeah, it's kind of interesting. A lot yeah. of people are just so, so um, maybe scared or overwhelmed that they don't even try it. But in a way, it's kind of fun. We don't have to um, just rely on it 100%, but we can play with it and, and look at it as a, uh, yeah, somebody to bounce off our ideas or make them better. Like you just said. Yeah, I say like, pretend it's another business owner that you yeah. want to sit and chat with, or even, uh, you know, for the moms who might be listening, like, how do you, if you had another mom, you could ask that discipline issue too, or mm -hmm. how do you handle chores or like, it doesn't all have to be business, right? Like yeah. it can be another person that you want to bounce ideas off of, you know, yeah. and if you've never logged in before, think if you had to write an email, I, I'm old enough that I remember Dear Abby, it was a big thing in the U S in the newspaper and you could write your life question, <laughs> Dear Abby, yes. and then show up in the newspaper. They put your question and Abby would answer it, yeah. If you think about it as simple as just go in, ask a question that you've been mm -hmm. working with and see what it says, just to play with it a little bit. Ask about what you should have for dinner. I have these things in my refrigerator. What can I make? Yeah. Give me a few recipes, right? Like if you've never done it before, whether you're a mom or a business owner, I'm both, I use it for both. Um, and it really is nice. Like you said, it feels more, it fe does feel like a real conversation. Yeah. It's almost 
creepy how much it feels like a real conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a, a chat that you have with somebody that you know, or like it's, it's, of course, you don't hear, I don't know whether they, well, you might be able to hear, but I, I so far only did the writing part with, um, I gave it a name. <laughs> Okay, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm asking you all these questions now. Yeah, I, I like it too. Although there is, of course, scary parts to this whole AI because we're kind of thinking like, oh, okay, are they going to take us over? Are they going to become dominant over us? Because it's mind boggling that you can ask a question and they can, they can basically pull in all the information so fast, all the information so fast and give you an answer. And, and you're like, okay, we could never keep up with this, but yeah, we can take advantage of it if we're doing it smart, right? Yeah. And at this point, and I don't think it'll stay this way forever, but at this point, it's not learning anymore, right? Like they taught mm-hmm. it, <clears throat> pardon me, they taught it up to September, 2021, all the mm-hmm. information. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not it's not continuing to learn to over. It feels like it though when it starts spitting out information to yeah. you. Yeah. Um. But yes, everything it knows. But somebody had said a statistic, and I need to fact check it. But they said if it was information in books, the books would reach to the moon and back. Like that's how much information is yeah. stored there, and the ability, you know, like you think about it as recall in humans, but the ability for it to spit to assess it all and spit it out it it is intimidating i think to our human brains yeah but i think i think we need to get used to it because that's probably just the beginning like you said we're on the onset of a revolution it's probably just going to be the beginning and all these people who say oh it's so scary it's so scary i think we also have some control over it because we're feeding it right so like we have it under control what we're feeding it and of course if we're feeding dark stuff then dark stuff is coming back it it reminds me of like I'm old enough that when I started my business career, it was almost like a novelty to have a computer on your desk, right? It's like, yes. and then it was just starting that everybody started to have, like we didn't have personal computers yet. We still had these just monitors that were connected to the, I don't even remember how it was called to the main thing. And you couldn't really do anything much with it, right? No. And then, and then the personal computers came where you had, where you could actually input stuff and then ask for output. And I remember the IT people always said to us when we had a problem, they always said like garbage in, garbage out, right? And it's a little similar with AI, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you and I, we might not be in the position to put knowledge in, although that could come. But in general, it is, what are we putting in? And that's what is coming back. And there is also where we can maybe minimize the danger a bit. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I'm not throwing my social social security number in there and I'm not throwing <laughs> my credit card numbers in there, right? Like I'm, yeah. I'm cautious. And even when dealing with clients, I don't put client names in there. No. You know, no I'm just right. aware that um, we don't know what we don't know yet. Yeah. But beside yeah. that, I, I love the power of, um, I've always been a math minded person. Mm-hmm. And so it's actually, I've noticed helped me become a better writer Yeah, um, because I tell it and, and I created a, a small ebook like workbook so that the listeners can do this as well, mm-hmm. but I, I train it to do my voice. And I just have something like in a text expander that I put in on my prompts so it can actually sound like me. 
Yeah. Like what is my tone and what is my emotion that I want the person to feel? Um, it's helped me in my leadership role mm-hmm. to consistently be the same type of leader because I've got it identified and defined. Mm-hmm. And now I find that it finding it easier to write the way I want to be seen, right? Mm-hmm. Because I've seen so many examples. So it's actually made me more creative and more consistent mm-hmm. so that when as a business owner, you always want it to be consistent. You don't ever want them to feel like, oh, I heard you on a podcast and now I'm over here yes. on your website and it doesn't match. Like yeah. you're not going to get business that way, right? And yeah. so it's got to match. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. We should match like how we show up on podcasts, how we show up in interviews with how we are, re- how we really are like us, like authentic. Right. And so, yeah, if we use and that's, I think, a lot what people say with using AI for for us, or especially for copywriting or, or writing emails and stuff that, oh, then you just sound like out of a can. But that doesn't have to be that way. It's uh, you can literally like you just said you can train it to sound like you that's right teach it. yeah yeah so and what i'm wondering samples for you oh. sorry i did not mean to talk over you no i talked over you maybe i don't even know <laughs> yeah so i included like some examples of how you can make it sound different you know like definitely different adjectives different emotions that you want the reader to feel yeah which is it's really takes some of the emotion out of it and makes it more logical, mm-hmm. right? Which for me is very helpful. Yeah. So one question I have for you um, is also like, because we were just talking about overwhelming, for me is I'm still struggling a bit and I'm put struggling in brackets because it's not really struggling, but I, I still forget, let's say like this, I still forget that I could go and chat with chat GPT about what I'm just about to do because I'm still so used to okay now now let's write this or let, write, let's write that how do you personally incorporate it into your daily life like how did you get your brain to remember oh wait wait that's a good opportunity to go ask chat GPT now I can't say it chat GPT right now right it is a tongue twister. I've noticed it too. Just being <laughs> so forth. Um, the one thing that I've done is if I find myself stalling on an activity that I know has to get done. Ah. So I put a sticky note. Are you stalling? Go oh, over okay. and put it into chat GPT. Oh, like, I love I that. just kind of put a little reminder. It's like, if you're going through those emails, like that's what we will get there. And yep. you keep skipping that one because you don't know how to reply. Yeah that's you know or you've got to write that blog post or you don't want to do the podcast notes or yeah whatever it is you're avoiding that's what i try to remind myself preventing procrastination with it yeah i love that i definitely have things that i'm kind of having over (laughs) here I sometimes don't want to admit it, right? I call this then also, it's also kind of clutter because it would, because it's, it's mostly, it's then intellectual clutter too, because you always have it in the back of your mind that you still have yeah. to do it, right? So it's, it's double and triple clutter. It still clutters up your, let's talk about inbox. So with the email, it still sits there. You need to answer. So, and then oftentimes 
more organized people think than, oh, okay, so I'm going to put myself a to-do that I need to answer this email. So then we have already two places where it is and mm -hmm. it's still hanging in our head and we're still procrastinating, not doing it. So lots of clutter. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So that's one way how you're using it to declutter your inbox, right? Proactively yes. to prevent procrastination. So what are other ways how you let's dive into the inbox part? Because that's, I just read somewhere on Facebook yesterday or this morning, somebody said they had 197,000 emails oh. in their inbox. And I'm like, Makes and sense. I'm freaking out if I have 50. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. <laughs> it does. It makes me feel like, oh, stress. I do not like that. Well, in every single, you know, really the mentality of your inbox is every single one of those is a to-do item. Yeah. And so if you've got 197,000 listed out, how do you even make space for your brain? Like and even if I'm skipping those four and leaving them in there, yeah, yeah. then I'm wasting brain space making an excuse for myself. Yes. Why yeah. I'm allowed to leave them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then they're still sitting there. But luckily, with 197,000 emails, you don't have 197,000 tasks. Luckily, in my eyes, you have two tasks. First, you're going to delete everything or archive. If you're freaking out about deleting, then you're archiving it. Archiving it, everything that is older than, let's say, four weeks. Let's say four weeks. And then look how many hundreds, hopefully only, you have left. And then... The second task is going through those, you know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and a part of it, I even had one client where I'm like, she was okay with deleting every single one of them because mm -hmm. she goes, if they need me, they'll email a second. Yeah, time. and that that's right? the thing. I sometimes really don't understand why people keep them all because a there is no way that you ever get to 197,000 emails, even if there were some important ones in there the train probably left the station already or they came back and nudged you until you answered so you can oftentimes you really safely can just delete them all mm -hmm. but for people i have compassion i sometimes don't want to delete stuff either so if you if you feel like you can't delete at least archive and get it out okay. of your view where you every day look that there are 197,000 thingies <laughs> Yes. It just feels like clutter surrounding me. Um, yeah. And I love setting up like you and you've probably talked with your audience, you know, if they're following you, they probably are doing a lot of this stuff, but like filtering. Yeah. I like to filter everything that's got the word unsubscribe in it. Mm -hmm. so a newsletter mailbox. Yeah. Like that's not something urgent. If I want to go find it, it's there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's, but when you've got those emails that are maybe if you're a business owner and it's customer service, and sometimes those aren't fun. Sometimes they're in, and, and especially if like the dogs are barking and you spilled your coffee and you're just not who you want to be right in that moment. Yeah. Chat GPT can allow you to construct, given your voice, given who you want to be known for and mm -hmm. construct a response. Mm -hmm. that is often much better than what you're going to do rushed and feeling like I've been putting this off four yeah. days and I need to get it done. Yeah. And know? it's almost like it's, it's really a time saver and not an extra to do because most people could push back and say, Oh, it's an extra to do. Then I have to first go and ask chat GTP what to say, but because you're safe, because you're not procrastinating, you're actually going over there, copying it, maybe 
in um, and ask, how could I reply in a compassionate way? And I want to be a compassionate leader or whatever you type in. Maybe you can give us some hints here. Um, <clears throat> you're actually progressing it and you're getting it out of your inbox and off of your to-do list, right? Yes, that's exactly it. In, in, in the workbook that I said I'll have for you, you know, mm-hmm. um, I actually have it where you can customize it for your tone, your emotions mm-hmm. that you want your people, your voice. What are some of your taglines you say everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Like chaos to peace. Yeah. Obviously is, you know, what you're all about. Put some of those under your voice. What do you want to be known for? Mm-hmm. But then now that you've got all that done, you don't need to go in and retype it into chat GPT every time. It should be a copy and paste. And so I've made a workbook where you can just, now you'll have your prompt with your voice. Yeah. And all you got to do is now paste the email right in. Mm-hmm. So you've got yeah. the prompt and you can just paste it in and at least get, even if you don't like using it, square up, which most people are going to want to edit it to make sure it sounds, you know, those little things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I strongly suggest don't ever like not read it and just assume it's good. Um, no. It can make mistakes um, just like, you know, it's yeah. learning from humans who've made mistakes. So yeah. um, no, I look more like as it like sometimes like I used to just keep certain emails where I felt like the wording was really good or how somebody reacted to some I don't know, to some topic. And so I look more as it, it's almost like a swipe file, but you would never just copy what somebody else right. wrote. So you would, you would take it as inspiration and say, oh, I really like how this person worded this or, or addressed this. And, and let's do the same with ChatGTP. Now, a very technical question. So for those who were in ChatGTP already, they know you can start different conversations. So do you suggest we keep the one conversation open and and always go back there because it's almost like ChatGTP remembers everything that you said before. So you don't have to always put your emotion or, or your requirements in right. again. No, you, you're absolutely right. You can go in um, and just like edit that first prompt over and over again because it's going to mm-hmm. remember. Like, right, it's going to have the stuff. What you want to remember, though, is it it only remembers so many tokens. Mm-hmm. So if you have the free version, it's around 4,000. If you have the paid version, it's around 8,000. Mm-hmm. When you think of tokens, I always think of it like a teleprompter. Yeah, okay. So it's a long teleprompter, but yeah. it's only a teleprompter. And once stuff falls off the top, it's like you never said it. Okay. So as you're typing into the bottom, if you get too long, Mm-hmm. it actually will lose the stuff at the top. Ah, I didn't know that. It, it kind of goes off the rails. Yeah. Like oh. it'll, it'll all of a sudden be like, Ooh, that's okay. We just yeah. ran out of token. And tokens are hard to explain, but basically it's like one syllable. It's a measurement okay. of memory. Okay. So, so it's not, it's not the word count. It's almost, uh, it's, it's, it's even smaller. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good so, to know. That's good to know. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think what I love is you can just start with the free version and 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 check it out before you before you decide, okay, yeah, I really want to explore that more and go to the paid version. Although I think I I'm still on the free version. I think I have to move over because when I last time wanted to log in, it said, Oh, there's too busy, you can't log in. And I think when we're paying, then we have more yes. um 
the chance that we get in, right? Yeah, I have the paid version and I've never, since paying, I've never been denied access or mm -hmm. ability to get in. Yeah. Once in a while, it will be busy and I'll get like a little error and I just hit refresh and then it comes right out. Mm -hmm. So it's like, a, I'm not waiting hours to get in. It's just that next second. Yeah. yeah 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 and i think i think this is legit too because we're in one way we're so used to that everything should be free but i don't i don't agree with that because we all need to feed our families right so it has to yeah. at a certain point has to be paid and and i like that we can try it out for free but then when we really want to use it we should actually pay for it for the service mm -hmm. this is um energy exchange i call it you know it's like if you're always just using something for free it, it's it's almost unbalanced right so yeah and that paid version has some really cool features and the plugins are really exciting um, mm -hmm. when you get working with them and one of them is called link reader and mm -hmm. what you do is just put like a you're not copying and pasting everything anymore yeah it is you can ah. put the link to the google doc and it will go read it and come back. Or you could put a link to a sales page, your sales page, uh -huh. and say, how can I make it more effective? Ah. Um, yeah, so it really makes everything much faster for mm -hmm. a business owner, you know, and, and probably as a mom as well. Hey, we've got all these things for school. How do I organize yeah. all of this, right? Like um, between swim team and track and my son's broken leg and right. And like, I can just go and put the links in and get it to set my schedule for me, which is really nice. It sounds amazing. Yeah. I never even thought of, I could do that. Yeah. I, I don't, um, I don't have children to manage, but yeah, that could be challenging. You have two or three little kiddos and everybody has a different um, schedule and you have to get around that. And then you have your own schedule and then your partner's schedule if you have one and oh yeah <laughs> so that well, I even really think hard. like you've got your horses that probably need to be fed and exercise yeah. a certain schedule and I mean we all have our things yeah but our needs. well yeah. my horses I'm a little are, jealous I, of your horses so I probably bring <laughs> it up a few times here <laughs> so I'm I'm always somebody for making things easier for me and so the more you let, for example, we don't need to stay with horses, but the more you let horses live most natural way, even though, of course, okay. you have them in captivity, so they're not natural. But if I don't lock them into a box stall, but they have uh, oh, nice. a lot of freedom left, it frees you up too. It's like I sometimes can't understand how people can lock these poor animals into box nice. stalls and because then you literally have to go. And I mean, they're they're so dependent on you mine they have a lot of freedom so if and i actually intentionally don't go every day at the same time so that they're understanding that i'm not coming every day at eight in the morning sometimes it's seven in the morning depending on what's going on in my day sometimes it's nine but they're not suffering because they're anyways out and about and they can always nibble on something so right yeah so i don't know whether chat gtp would help me if my no. horses necessarily um, but um i i can the more i talk with you the more ideas i have how else i can um enlist it as a it's almost like a, a private secretary and say like oh can you figure out what's the best way to do this or can you figure out when it's the best day to for me to do when would it fit in my calendar mm -hmm. yeah. yeah it's like a personal assistant really yeah 
which yeah, is yeah. quite nice. Yeah, but that's where I see that it could be very overwhelming because it has so many options and so many opportunities that people are like, oh, I don't even know where to start. So where would you would you uh, suggest people start with their inbox or do you have another suggestion where they would start? Um, I, I do. I really like for it to answer the emails. I think you can really learn a lot about the power of it. Okay. But then I also encourage you to do just play with it. Mm -hmm. go in and play um on valentine's day i had it write a play for my kids and the -hmm. dog we put a little hat on the dog and we acted out a play um but you know it's just fun for you know middle schoolers to be silly and and Uh have fun with it we did that with dinner and it it took us on a scavenger hunt into the backyard um, Uh and wrote that up for us as well so it was just fun Mm -hmm. Uh, but as far as where to start, I'd say, what do you not enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. And I'd start there. For me, answering difficult emails, that's probably why I lean that way. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy that. Like, I, I know how I want them to feel. I want them to feel validated and encouraged. But mm-hmm. I also want to be a woman that is a leader and has strong boundaries. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I really struggled with that balance between yeah. those two things. Yeah. And it... um. And so putting it into chat GPT has helped me learn some different wordings and some different ways of doing that, that mm-hmm. has made it a win-win mm-hmm. uh, in really cool ways. So for me, that was super, like that release of the mental energy was huge, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. now it's built into, okay, yeah. how can I use it for my marketing? How can I use it for anything I don't like? Social media, sometimes coming up with those catchy headlines. Yeah. It's hard for me. That's that's my bummer. I I actually I think I feel it's often such a time waste because yeah, then I'm sitting there and I don't know what to write or it's not catchy enough. And then either I don't do anything or then I just throw something up and and I feel afterwards it's actually not even that good. But so yeah, I I always love to um, give my listeners like practical steps so they can actually go and do it. So let's let's I know you said you have written this cool ebook and they can download that. But let's just summarize real quick. How would you do this with a difficult email that you have to answer? So what are the exact steps that you would take to like one, two, three, four kind of thing? And then they can get your book and they can try it out with one of theirs. But it might be nice for them to hear it from your voice. How exactly does Jeanette do this so you yes a difficult email comes into your inbox so take us through your process yeah so as soon as i notice that i don't want to answer it or yeah. i get one of those knee jerk oh darn it it's that person yeah um, yeah because you know it's just not gonna be pleasant um i will actually go into chat gpt and say i need to answer this email and mm-hmm. i give a little context so i'm gonna make something up this yeah. is a client that doesn't take feedback well Mm-hmm. But maybe they sent something in that's really not high quality. And I need to give feedback so that they can get the result they want mm-hmm. in a way where they can receive it and make the changes that they need to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be a good example. Like, yeah, that's a very good something example. That you're like, oh, no, do not. Yeah. Right. And um, then do you copy the email in afterwards? After you gave the context, you copy the mm-hmm. email in. So that would I be do. then. Step two, kind of. Yeah. So I would say step one is giving the information of what is the context. Mm -hmm. 
step two, I would put a goal. Oh, what okay. is the goal mm -hmm. for them and what is the goal for me? So okay. that's always step two. This for me takes all the emotion out of it, takes the clutter out yeah. and makes it very logical. I want them to feel supported. Mm -hmm. I want them to feel motivated to take action. I don't want to own their project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, exactly. I, and I want to give them really good feedback mm -hmm. in a way that motivates them, right? So the goal mm -hmm. is that they're not, and for me, I would even say, and I don't want to hear 10 more questions at the end, <laughs> yes. like whatever it is, right? And yeah. I'm thinking of obviously somebody, mm -hmm. but that is a great way to do it. So step one is, you know, context. Step two is the goal. Mm -hmm. Step three, I paste it in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. And so mm -hmm. um, I need the answer to the email. This is what I want. The goals. Mm -hmm. Here's the email. Enter. Yeah. It's going to give me something. Now, if you notice anything in that, um, let's say it uses language you wouldn't use. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I try not to use the word, but I don't like to negate. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. if I say a compliment, I don't like to use the word, but because I feel like it negates. So yeah. I would put that, like, let's not use any language that would negate the statement. Mm -hmm. So no buts, no howevers. Yeah. Um, things like that you can edit. And the nice part is if you go up to your original, they call them prompts. If, if somebody's listening, that's brand new. Mm -hmm. If you go up to that original prompt or set of instructions, there's a little pencil next to it. So if you don't get what you want, you can hit that pencil. Mm -hmm. So that would be, that would be step four. Mm -hmm. Hit the pencil, edit your prompt so that it's yeah. more specific okay. if needed. Yeah. And you just hit save and resubmit and you'll get a brand new email. Okay. And there's little arrows. If you like the first one better. Yeah. Over. You'll probably like something from the first one and something from the second one. Yeah. Right. And that's uh -huh. your inspiration. There's your swipe file. Yeah. And then step five, go back to your email and answer it and get it off your plate. Clear the yeah. clutter. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. So five, really five easy steps and it's fun. And maybe for somebody who has never used ChatGPT, maybe you don't use your most important email where you have to answer. Maybe That's you start right. with something, something uh, easier. But yeah. yeah, so easy and so much fun, so much fun. And you feel right. supported maybe and in, in even uh, encouraged to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say if you've never gone in uh, to OpenAI is the website. You need to go and get your account. And then ChatGPT is where you actually have the conversations. If you've never done it before, go in and take a minute and just start a conversation yeah. and say, hello, how can you help me? Yeah, right? that's a good idea too. I like that idea too. Yeah. Don't, don't treat it like human, but treat it like something in between, like a conversation mm -hmm. partner or something and hey listen um how can you help me yeah i like that the other the one secret that i learned way early that has helped me learn how to write prompts so very well is i'll say i need to write let's say it's a blog post i want it to be about this ask me questions one at a time until you have enough information to complete the task oh, awesome and then it teaches you what they need in order to make it sound like you and to be a good, be mm -hmm. a good prompt. And that's, mm -hmm. that works really well as well. You know, it's a lot of fun to kind of see what does it actually ask? Yeah.
I love that. You gave so much, so many ideas and so much, so much for us to work with. I love it. I love it. So I really encourage everybody to go try this out because it's a lot of fun. And so now, Janet, tell us where can people find you and where can they find that ebook that you were hinting about and teasing us with the whole time? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just had so much fun putting it together, knowing we we're going to have this conversation. So my name is Jeanette Stein. And so my website is JeanetteStein.com slash Connie. So I've made a special ebook just about reducing that clutter in your inbox. Um, and it'll teach you how to make it sound like you, give you the prompt that you can copy and paste um, mm -hmm. and have it all ready for you so that you can clear that clutter, yeah. get that nice space that you need so that you can live your best life. Yeah. That's awesome. So I will definitely put the links in the show note and I will go get that um, because I want to see, I will go get that ebook. I want to see what you're saying. So because I, I, well, I'm a little bit of a information collector. I yes. love um, getting input from all kinds of places and then I make my own out of it. So I hardly ever use something just out of the box so to so right. to speak I, I always but i i then connected with whatever i have already i'm definitely gonna go and check out what suggestions you're having and I add them to the ones i have already that's so awesome so before we wrap up you have any last words you want to leave my audience with some of them are probably overwhelmed don't even start because that's often what we do we procrastinate we don't even start others are so scared to even touch it do you have any last words of wisdom for for those? Yeah, I would encourage you just to go and try it. Mm -hmm. Even if you um, try it from someone else's account, just to get a sense mm -hmm. of what it can do for you. Mm -hmm. And remember, it's, you know, when you see those stories about it taking over the world, it's taking the stories it already knows. It's it's half Terminator and half, you know, whatever yeah. shows have been out there. Um, and, and that's okay. Like it's it's taking from that creative writing and, and all the stories out there. I would encourage you to test it out and see what it's about, especially mm. um, for you parents out there. It's really good to know what your kids are, are looking at and what they have access to. Yes. It, it reminds me a lot of when the internet came out and there was no filters back in those days. I was teaching high school and yeah. it was kind of the wild west and it was scary. And we're kind of in that same spot. Mm -hmm. So even um, if you're like, yeah, this might not be for me, I would strongly encourage you to check it out to at least know what's going on around you or, or yeah. with your children or with your loved ones. I think it will be even like, I read something that it's going to be even bigger than when the internet came mm -hmm. and it will change the world. And we can sit here all we want and say, oh, it's scary. I don't want it. I think we probably don't have much choice. So because the world will move forward, whether or not you're fighting it. Right. And so, as like you just said, I find that is a very important um, uh, point that you made. I find uh find it important to say it again as parents you probably want to know what your children interact with let's say like that interact with and in what world your children are moving into and they will no matter whether you're thinking you're against it or not they will and they so will. yeah very good point you made here Jeanette. yes i remember people being against the internet and now i look yeah. at my phone and i'm like i've got the whole computer more powerful than anything yeah. our yeah. students had 20 years ago. Yeah. 
in my hand, you know, and so. Yeah, well, well it's always, so I remember when people were against TV, right? Because that, <laughs> like, that's how old I am. Well, not quite, but still, I mean, when I was growing up, TV was still like, oh my God, what? You're letting your children watch TV or something, right? And I, I read in some, because I do a lot of research and I love just um, reading up on stuff. They were against books back then too, right? Like when the books came out, when Gutenberg started to make sure that everybody can, they were against books. And and when you read some voices from that time, it's like, oh, it's gonna, our, our um, future is doomed because of books. And yes. then it was doomed because of radio. And then it was doomed because of TV. Then it was doomed because of the internet. And now we're at the AI revolution and we're going to be all doomed or not. <laughs> or not. I like that. That was great. Yeah. I know. I remember reading a story that they thought the ballpoint pen, because the kids didn't have to have patience to dip. The, yeah. yeah. The ballpoint pen was going to be the end of it. It was going to ruin the children. It, it ruins everybody. Yeah. It's... Um, yeah. <laughs> And then, and then we're always, we're always going further. And I feel too, it's like we're sometimes in an age, we have to remember back. Um, I often choke and say, I sound like my own grandmother. And I don't mean this disrespectful at all, but time, like society moves on, we, um, people, you, humanity moves on. And so we have to understand that like two generations, back like our grandchildren or our children they're growing up in a different world and we can say all we want oh this is going to ruin all the everybody or no it's probably not it's a different world and we're our own grandmothers now that had a hard time like my grandmother never really got the internet revolution but tv was was the big thing and yeah yeah so So here we are here we are Right. Yeah. Oh, it was it's so fun. much fun to have you as a guest. I, I mean, as we noticed, we could chit chat much longer, but <laughs> maybe, maybe I have you come back on in a few months when this is all a little bit um, more established, even. And um, let's hear then how you're using it then, because I'm pretty sure you evolve with your processes too. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That would be fantastic, Connie. I would love it. It's always yeah. a joy talking to you. Yeah. Likewise. Thanks so much for coming on to me. If you enjoyed this podcast episode and you want to go on a journey from chaos to peace in your home, office and finances with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to connygraf.com, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F.com to schedule your own personal Clutter to Clarity chat. And we will see if working together is a great fit. That is conigraph.com. C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F dot com.